Hey, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for clicking on this podcast. Thank you for listening to my voice talk football today. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good episode, and I'm very excited. Let's dig right on in. Today's lineup. On today's show, we are going to be doing our favorite player prop bets and our favorite season-long bets for the 2021 NFL season, and then we are going to dig into the listener's mailbag at the end. Got some good questions, and I am so excited. I cannot wait to dive on in, and I thank you guys again for listening today. Let us waste absolutely no time. So player props for season-long leagues, starting off with the most regular season passing yards of the 2021 season. Uh, coming in at number one is no surprise, Patty Mahomes at plus 310, followed by Dak Prescott at plus 500, Josh Allen at plus 850, Tom Brady plus 950, Justin Herbert at plus 1200. That rounds out the top five. Uh, my favorite pick here is Cam Newton at plus 30,000. That's a joke. <laughs> um, I think that Mahomes is for sure the locked and loaded uh, favorite, especially with an extra game this season. I expect the Chiefs to just destroy everyone in their path maybe lose one or two games um, if I had to bet <clears throat> one person on the list it's obviously Mahomes but um, if I had to bet someone that is not Mahomes I like Justin Herbert a lot at plus 1200 I think that the Chargers are going to be healthy they're going to be a good team with the new offensive coordinator that they have in place brand new coaching staff uh, obviously we know how good Justin Herbert is and his prototype he was absolutely balling last year and at plus 1200 i think that that's really good value um so those would be my two picks most regular season passing touchdowns patty mahomes again number one at plus 340 followed by tom brady plus 460 russell wilson plus 700 aaron Rodgers plus 850 and josh allen plus 1000 to round out the top five justin herbert just behind josh allen at plus 1200 again i think that patrick mahomes is by far the clear-cut favorite if i had to bet one but one of the guys um, that I would bet that is not Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers at plus 850. Uh, he led the league in passing touchdowns last season, and he can easily do it again. The returning MVP um, being down at four is a little bit disrespectful. I expect the Packers to be uh, just as good, if not better, than last year. They all have another year under their belt, and they are going to be a fun team to watch. So Aaron Rodgers at plus 850 for most regular season passing touchdowns. You cannot go wrong there. All right, most regular season rushing touchdowns now. Number one, can you guess who it is? You probably can, yeah. It's Derrick Henry at plus 500, Dalvin Cook plus 600, JT plus 600, Nick Chubb plus 750, and Christian McCaffrey at plus 850 to round out the top five. All really good candidates to win that. Um, if I had to choose two of them, Derrick Henry is obviously the one that is the clear-cut favorite, but Jonathan Taylor at plus 600, I really do like. I'm not a huge Jonathan Taylor believer in redraft leagues, but I definitely think that the Colts are going to feed him. Um, like crazy. I, I've shifted my opinion of him a little bit now hearing the news that Wentz and Nelson are both expected to be back week one. Um, I think that Jonathan Taylor at plus 600 is a good pick. Dalvin Cook at plus 600 is good too. I just have injury concerns with Cook because it seems that every single year he cannot complete the season. Last year he only played 14 games um, and he does get hurt quite a bit. I think the last year was the most games that he's played in his NFL career if i'm not mistaken so um just simply based off injury concerns i can't do dalvin cook but if i knew that he was playing 17 games then dalvin cook would probably be the guy that i would go with because i do expect regression this year from derrick henry 
All right, regular season rushing yards for 2021. Can you guess the number one? Oh, I'm sure you can. It's Derrick Henry at plus 400, followed by Dalvin Cook plus 600, Christian McCaffrey at plus 600, Nick Chubb plus 850, Jonathan Taylor at plus 1100, Joe Mixon plus 1600, Antonio Gibson plus 1600, Saquon plus 1600, Aaron Jones plus 1800, and Ezekiel Elliott at plus 2100. The next guy is Najee Harris at plus 2800. I think that two dark horses, maybe even three dark horses here, would be Saquon. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott and J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is obviously in the best rushing offense in the league. Uh, the last two years, they've been the best rushing offense in NFL history. Ezekiel Elliott, we know how good he is. He had a really down year last year, but I expect a big bounce back year for him. I think there's value there at 20 plus 2100. If I had two picks, um, Dalvin Cook, like I said, if he plays all 16 or 17 games, he's an absolute baller and can easily lead the league in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. We know how good he is. And then Nick Chubb at plus 850. I really like that. Um, the Browns offense centers and revolves around Nick Chubb. I know Kareem Hunt's there, but Nick Chubb just got paid, is the big dog on the team. He is an absolute baller, a beast, so fun to watch. Uh, at plus 850, you cannot go wrong there. All right, lead the league in receiving. Most receiving yards, the favorite, is an Arizona Cardinal, Christian Kirk. No, it's uh, DeAndre Hopkins at plus 750, Stefan Diggs plus 800, Calvin Ridley plus 1,000, Tyreek Hill plus 1,200, and Travis Kelsey at plus 1,300 to round out the top five. Um, uh, you know, it, this seems more like a toss-up, this one. I, I don't really have a direction. I think that there's so many receivers right now that are just absolutely balling. It's such a passing league. There are any of these guys uh, can win it. Um, Justin Jefferson at plus 1400 if he takes the next step we know he was literally an elite wide receiver as a rookie and I think the fantasy community has probably said it 15 million times about how good he was and if he can repeat his success I think he absolutely can he doesn't just forget how to play football Justin Jefferson at plus 1400 to lead the league in receiving is something that I'm all over uh, DK Metcalf at plus 1300 he is Megatron. He is Julio. In two years, he could be the best receiver in the league. We know how good DK Metcalf is. DK Metcalf, uh, the sixth most likely receiver, if you want to word it like that, to lead the league in receiving at plus 1,300. You cannot go wrong. So those would be my two picks for those two bets. All right. Now, I'm going to do 10 of my favorite prop bets to throw in uh, if gambling is near you or if you have a bookie. Just remember... If you have a book, pay up because sometimes bookies will hunt you down. <laughs> Not that I have any experience with that, but all right. 10 best prop bets. The homer pick right here to a tongue of over 3,900 passing yards. The Miami Dolphins are going to be good this year. Tua will not be as bad as he was last year. If you watched either of their first two preseason games, not even as a non-biased you know, Dolphins fan. As someone that's completely, just totally NFL neutral, Tua looks like a new and different quarterback. That offense is moving around there, motioning. He looks so comfortable in the pocket. The O-line is going to suck. I'm not going to, you know, tell you anything other than that. The O-line is going to be terrible, but the weapons are there. And 3,900 is an absolute steal of a price. I think that Tua easily soars over 3,900 passing yards. Next up, Jalen Hurts under 37.50. I really like that bet. I think that Jalen Hurts has some serious problems throwing the football. There was a reason he only started four games last year and was benched for one of them. Uh, I don't think that Jalen Hurts survives the season as the Eagles starter. I think that they either trade for someone or try and find uh, someone else on the roster to see what else they have. I think Jalen Hurts is not good at throwing the football. I have serious passing concerns 
concerns, and him getting taken near the top 12 for quarterbacks for redraft leagues is an absolute joke. He will not survive the season. Uh, call it bold, call it what you want. I just don't believe in the talent there. Next one, Will Fuller under 841 receiving yards. This isn't to say that Will Fuller doesn't have the talent to do this because we know how good of a deep ball catcher of the football he is, but he is just always hurt. He's hurt right now. He practiced one day on his new team for the Dolphins and has not practiced since. Uh, under 841 receiving yards all day long, I will take that. Uh, I don't think that Fuller plays more than eight games because he never does. I know that he's in a contract year, but he literally has not practiced with his new team since getting hurt the first day. I mean, that is like so Will Fuller of him to do that. All right, next one, Ezekiel Elliott over 1,151 rushing yards. That's easy money. Zeke has slimmed down. If you've seen the pictures, if you've seen hard knocks, he looks 20 pounds lighter. Recency bias will tell you that Zeke stunk last year. I'm here to tell you that he didn't play his best football, but um, when you have Andy Dalton behind center, you tend to do that as a football player. Uh, I think that Prescott back uh, reports out of training camp are that the shoulder is not healing as fast or as well as they would have liked. He's going to start the season hurt, but I still think that the Cowboys will be much better than the team that they put out on the field a year ago. I think Zeke soars over 1,151 rushing yards. J.K. Dobbins over 1,000.5 rushing yards. Easy money. The Baltimore Ravens, over the last two years, I say it every single show, about five times a show, they are the best rushing team in NFL history over the last two seasons. And the number one running back being at 1,000 yards over under, I'm soaring that over. J.K. is talented, and that over under is ridiculously low. He's a dark horse candidate to lead the league in rushing. I'm really high on J.K. Dobbins this season. Next up, his Ravens flock teammate Lamar Jackson at 900.5 rushing yards. I'm soaring over as well. I think the Baltimore Ravens rushing attack continues to ground and pound, baby. They We know what the Ravens are. They don't want to throw the football. They want to run the football. They're one of the two or three teams in the NFL that actually want to run the football. And I think that those two teammates are going to eat. They're going to put up historic numbers or borderline historic numbers for rushing offenses this year. And I'm throwing the over in on both those players. Next up, Joe Mixon. Yes, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. My guy, Joe Mixon. I took him 10th overall in my home league, redraft league, this past weekend. I'm a Joe Mixon truther. That O-line stinks, I know. That defense stinks, I know. He's injury-prone, I know. But talent-wise, he's a baller. 1,050.5 rushing yards over-under. I'm taking the over. If he gets 17 healthy games, he is going to eat that number up. Joe Mixon all day long. Next one, Daniel Jones, 3,800 passing yards under. I am not a Daniel Jones believer. He's terrible. Kenny Galladay's always hurt, already hurt, rather, uh, and the Giants are going to stink. I, I just don't see any way that Daniel Jones gets over 3,800 passing yards. Um, he's going to throw about 50 interceptions, and the Giants are going to be looking for a new quarterback after this upcoming season. Russell Wilson, over 4,250.5 passing yards all day long. Russell Wilson is going to cook this year. The best deep ball thrower of the football in the NFL. Absolute beast. They need to let him cook in Seattle. He fell off a bit because they were running the ball a little too much. Last year, I think Seattle and Pete Carroll have learned their lesson. Russell Wilson is going to soar over that passing yard total. All right, and his teammate to round out my 10 favorite player props, DK Metcalf. We mentioned him earlier. Prime Julio, as I like to call him. His over-under for receiving yard total is 1325 and a half that seems really high but believe me when i tell you if he gets 17 games he's going to hit that 
you don't have Russell Wilson as your quarterback and <laughs> go under that with 17 healthy games being the talent that he is. I mean, you watch him play. You watch him line up against any corner. He's literally twice the size of them. It's not even fair. Um, like I said, that over does seem high. But I think that if he gets 17 healthy games, he's going to soar over. You're going to be happy that he put you put that bet in. All right, next up we have five season-long bets that I'm going to be placing in to the system. And number one, I'm a Dolphins homer. You guys hear it every single show. Them to make the playoffs at plus 118. I think that the Dolphins are going to be really good this year. I'm not calling for a Super Bowl championship or anything, but I think that an AFC championship appearance is definitely in the cards. I'm really high on the Dolphins outside of Tua. Not too many questions. I mean, the O-line is going to stink. But outside of the O-line and the quarterback situation, potentially, there's not too many holes that the Dolphins have to fill on this roster. They won 10 games a season ago, and the roster and the players have another year under their belt. They are better. And um, with seven seeds on the AFC side and the NFC side, I think that the Dolphins making the playoffs is a lock. I'm, I'm a huge biased Dolphins fan, and I will admit that every single day of the week. So let me have it in the comments. Cowboys to make the playoffs minus 156 that division sucks the giants are going to be better than last year but they're not going to be playoff bound washington is really the only team that uh, scares me for a division crown taking it away from the cowboys rather because i don't think that the eagles would be a factor either but i think that somehow some way the cowboys find a way to sneak into the playoffs cardinals minus 220 to miss the playoffs this isn't so much about how bad the Cardinals are because I think that the Cardinals are actually a really solid team you know like a 9-10 win team it's just that division is so hard they have three top 10 teams in the division which is just unheard of the NFC West is by far the most stacked division in football the Seahawks the Rams and the Niners I think that the Cardinals are not as good as any of those teams and I think that somehow they do find themselves in fourth place and just outside of the playoff picture even though they probably are a playoff team the Saints at minus 134 to miss the playoffs I think that the Saints are going to have almost a New England Patriot-like season this year that the Patriots had last year. A wake-up call. Michael Thomas is not healthy for the first two months of the season. Drew Brees is no longer there. Jameis and Taysom, who is it that we're starting? I mean, for fantasy, I don't mind Kamara, obviously. What a baller. But outside of that, I don't want anyone there for fantasy, and I don't think that the defense will be as good either. That schedule is really hard, too. I think that the Saints do miss the playoffs and probably win like six or seven games. I think that the Saints could actually be really bad this year. And then the Titans at minus 160 to make the playoffs automatic. The AFC South is not a good division. <laughs> the Colts and all the other teams, the Colts are solid, but the Texans and Jaguars, especially the Texans, have some questions for sure. So I think that the Titans are a mortal lock to make the playoffs at minus 160. Throw that in all day long. All right, NFL regular season MVP. The top five includes Patty Mahomes at plus 500, Aaron Rodgers plus 1,000, Tom Brady plus 1,200, Josh Allen at plus 1,300, and Dak Prescott at plus 1,500. My favorite here is Mahomes at plus 500, but I am not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be that boring. Um, a couple dark, dark horses. A couple dark horses include Matt Stafford at plus 1,700. That Rams offense is going to flag and a soar. Uh, Sean McVay is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and I think that they're going to be absolutely rolling. Uh, people don't know how good Matt Stafford was because he played with a high school defense for his entire career on the lines. I remember specifically one year when their offense was averaging like 30 points a game, but their defense was giving up like 40 points a game. And in all their final scores, they were losing like 45 to 38 with a ridiculous offense, ridiculous quarterback, but their defense was just so bad. And it's a shame. But now the Rams, I've boldly proclaimed them my Super Bowl prediction champions. Um, I think that Matt Stafford at plus 1700 is good value. 
and Justin Herbert, uh, you know, we know the NFL loves the narratives. Uh, Justin Herbert, if he comes out, balls out, the Chargers make the playoffs, and Herbert looks really solid. Plus 2,000 is not a bad bet. Definitely has some value to it. And then also, Tom Brady at plus 1,200. If Tom Brady has one final great, unbelievable year in him, I think the NFL would want him to ride off into the sunset, plus 1,200, uh, the third most likely to win the MVP at 48,000 years old. Um, I think that plus 1,200 is a lot of value, good value uh, for sure. And then Tua Tungabaloa at plus 6,000. Never mind. Okay. Uh, offense rookie of the year. Trevor Lawrence at plus 300, Justin Fields at plus 500, Trey Lance at plus 600, Zach Wilson plus 750, Najee Harris at plus 900. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Trey Lance, those are the, the three, I think. Um, obviously, we saw Herbert do it last year. You can make the debate whether Herbert or Jefferson should have won it. Um, my pick here would actually be Justin Fields. I think that in the preseason, even though it's just the preseason, he has looked the most solid. Um, Urban Meyer is just someone that I don't really want to get behind or trust. I think Justin Fields at plus 500, the second most likely to win it, is the best value on the board. We can debate it all we want. I think that Justin Fields can make things happen on the ground and through the air. So plus 500 for Justin Fields for Rookie of the Year all day long. All right, Comeback Player of the Year. Dak Prescott plus 200, Saquon Barkley plus 700, Joe Burrow plus 700, Christian McCaffrey plus 700, and Laurent Duvernay-Tardif plus 1,000. Uh, nope, don't think so. Dak Prescott at plus 200, I really like. Uh, Joe Burrow at plus 700 screams value to me too. We know that he had that brutal knee injury this year. I think that Joe Burrow for fantasy can actually be really good because that defense is going to be stinky, and they have some really good skills players. So... If I had two picks, it would be Dak Prescott and Joe Burrow. And then, of course, Christian McCaffrey. We know how good he can be, the number one pick in most fantasy leagues this year. Uh, don't need to say too much there. Plus 700, that's a lot of value for me. And then NFL Coach of the Year, the top five, Brandon Staley plus 1,300, Brian Flores plus 1,400, Arthur Smith plus 1,400, Kyle Shanahan plus 1,600, and Sean McDermott plus 1,700. Uh, the two that I like in the top five, Brian Flores, you know that I'm a huge Dolphins fan, don't need to go too much in detail there. I think the Dolphins are going to take that next step and be a really good team this year. And then Kyle Shanahan, one of the best offensive minds in the game at plus 1600. If the Niners come out and absolutely ball, uh, there could be some value there too. But um, those would be my two bets if I had to pick for coach of the year. All right, to finish out the show, we're going to do some listener mailbag questions. You can email me at saleyfootballgmail.com or leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We have four to get to today, and I appreciate you guys for submitting them. This one is from Henry from Seattle, Washington. Why are you such a Joe Mixon truther? Uh, I just believe in the talent. I think that he is supremely talented. Um, the O-line is definitely a concern, uh, but I feel that when Joe Mixon is healthy, he is a locked and loaded RB1 Concerns about the Bengals' offense, sure. Concerns about their offensive line, sure, as well. But when healthy, Joe Mixon is a top-five running back in the game. Um, just watching film, watching him play football, he does things that very few people on this earth can do and makes them happen, even behind a crappy O-line. So um, I'm going to keep going back to the well, and if he burns me this year, then <laughs> I'll die on that hill. Crystal from Scottsdale, Arizona says, who's your dark horse RB1 finisher candidate outside the top five? Uh, I would have to go with Aaron Jones. He's finished at the top five running back the last two years. He is playing next to arguably the best quarterback in the game, one of the greatest ever. 
and he shows no signs of slowing down. Jamal Williams just left. A.J. Dillon does not scare me. So, yeah, Aaron Jones would be my pick if I had to. Uh, Mike from Flint, Michigan says, why are you a Dolphins fan? Um, colors, actually. When I was little, I <laughs> I, um, I really enjoyed the turquoise and orange colors. And I was like seven or eight years old, and it just caught my eye. And now, all of a sudden, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. Crazy how they wrote me in there. But that is the story. And then Rick from Portland, Maine, to finish it out. Who's one player you're avoiding this season in redraft leagues? For me, it's David Montgomery at 30 overall. I just feel that there are better players to target in that area. Uh, Players going after him include Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I would have all those players over David Montgomery. I don't believe in the talent. People forget that last year through nine weeks, he was horrendous to own i mean he was like the rb18 or something and then he got to play those college football defenses to finish out the year and finish as a top five running back and so people think that because he rushed for 200 yards against the houston texans and detroit lions that all of a sudden he is a really good player he is not nothing against david montgomery the person i just have some major concerns damian williams is there Tariq cohen should be back and if andy dalton is under center which i can't imagine that he will be for too long there's just so much going on there that at his adb price of 30 overall in redraft leagues i would just rather go in another direction all right so that was the listener mailbag i hope that you guys enjoyed the prop picks that i picked and the listener mailbag please again submit if you would like your question answered on the show leave a five-star review and leave the question in the review or you can email me at saleyfootball at gmail.com the link will be in the description for both of those things I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and the podcast will keep on coming. And yeah, having a blast with you guys. Take care.